one of me like simpsons that's impossible um a simpsons podcast where um a huge fan of the simpsons forces his girlfriend who has never seen and doesn't enjoy the simpsons um to watch it through for the first time and discuss and critique it um i'm zoe said girlfriend who's been forced to watch the simpsons and i'm ryan said simpsons cult leader leader of the stonecutters <laughs> but the uh, reference you will not get but you no. will get by one of the i think it's season seven mm-hmm. so hopefully so basically we're going to start with the very first season of the mm-hmm. simpsons straight into episode one yeah so this is really exciting for me because I, I mean i haven't seen this in quite a wee while so we just finished watching episode one and episode two. Yeah. And basically what we're going to do now, guys, quickly rundown, quickly synopsis, and basically discuss Zoe's thoughts on it. And if it converted her into a Simpsons fan. Early days, but, you know, I think we I think we got this in the bag. <laughs> from the Sim- first two episodes only. Oh, for, for, for my Simpsons yeah. lovers out there. We'll see. I have my notes in front of me that I took during the episode on my thoughts and feelings. So we will see. Uh, starting off with episode one, which is Simpsons roasting on an open fire. Mm-hmm. I was surprised that the first episode was a Christmas special. Well, it, it literally says in the title, Christmas special. Yeah. So synopsis being, it's a not so merry Christmas for the Simpsons. Mr. Burns plans to cut Christmas bonuses. Marge has to spend the family's Christmas savings to raise a tattoo Bart thought would make a great Christmas present. And when Homer learns that he will not be getting his Christmas bonus, life in Springfield gets even tighter. So what's a breadwinner to do except take a second job as a shopping mall Santa? So yeah, that was aired on December 17th, 1989. Mm. That was the very first time The Simpsons ever premiered. It's my sister's birthday. Is it? Yeah, December well, 17th. it premiered on Fox, airing on Primetime, and it was the second animated series at the time to air during Primetime. What do you think the first one was? Oh, so when was it? 1989? 1989, yeah. The first Fox? Hmm. No, just the first animated first. Show, ever yeah to air on prime time on prime time i it's probably a disney one is it no it's actually not no what would have been a cart tom and jerry no but you're going the right direction uh, with the like creators Warner Bros. um hannah hannah and barbara yeah uh was it wacky races no it um, was the flintstones no way oh yeah because it was actually one of it's the longest running the simpsons has just taken over the flintstones yeah. as the longest running like cartoon yeah didn't it yeah so it was simpsons was the second ever animated show to air during prime time wow. because it just wasn't a big thing back then to I be guess. fair i actually think when i was like very very young the flintstones was a lot more of a thing in my life than yeah. the simpsons yeah so that would make sense yeah. yeah so as zoe was saying we start off with the simpsons christmas special that comes on screen now this is the fun fact i was i was meant to uh, say in episode zero by the mm-hmm. way guys if you haven't seen episode zero yeah we basically just do a rundown of what you can expect from this podcast and both of our histories with the simpsons obviously mine being like not as prominent as ryan's um as i just never watched it really but yeah if you haven't listened to it go back and listen to our episode zero might be just a quick wee overview of what to expect but the simpsons was originally planned to premiere earlier in the fall of 1989 it was originally mm-hmm. planned to be like in autumn you know uh, yeah. september october time 
but because of animation problems because it wasn't as refined i guess yeah. back then they were still using they were using traditional cell animation yeah. i'm pretty sure at the start it, so, they continued to use cell animation quite late on in the series yeah of the simpsons like they only switched to more modern day methods quite recently really yeah they, they were i think still using traditional methods in like the early 2000s maybe into the 2010s i'm not don't quote me on that because <laughs> i'm not i don't know much on the background of the simpsons well i just know that they use traditional methods for yeah. a rather long time well the very first episode the simpsons roasting on an open fire and you were wondering why it's a christmas episode yeah it wasn't meant to be the first episode Oh. The first episode was meant to be, uh, the original pilot was an episode called Some Enchanted Evening. And Did it air at some it, point? It's the final season of, or final episode, sorry, of season oh, one. So that's actually, so the final episode of season yeah. one should actually be the pilot. Yeah, and I think, ah. I think this Christmas one was meant to be the eighth episode or something. Okay. Which is why it starts randomly as a Christmas episode. Yeah. But obviously it's so famous now because it was the first. Yeah. So. To be fair, like, it's not that it's, a, it's not a bad first episode like Mm -hmm. you sort of think i sort of think that like pilot episodes you do think just introduce you to the characters and stuff but if you watch like even episode one of like friends Mm -hmm. or even there was a while ago i went back and watched like episodes of like flipping like drake and josh and stuff and pilot episodes jump straight in as if you've already known these characters for a while yeah even though that was the first episode that's not the first time the Simpsons have ever been seen. They originally were piloted on the Tracy Ullman show in 1987. Is that the really? Yeah, that's this the is really awful. crudely like, they're drawn. All, they're so ugly. Yeah, that's the original. I've seen Simpsons that. in 1987. The, if you the, guys haven't seen it before, it's a thing of nightmares. Mm-hmm. If you look it up, the vans, <laughs> the vans have yeah. the modern version of yeah. the Simpsons on one side, and then the thing on the other on the shoes. Yeah. So that was the original. That was the see, original I did Simpsons. expect to see more stuff like that, but I didn't. So I th- I reckon we'll have to go back and find that clip where they were originally seen and watch it. It's in the 138th episode Spectacular. Okay. So but that's we, quite we, a while we'll, down. We'll cover it at some point <laughs> if we continue to do this. What do you mean if? So uh, <laughs> we open to Marge, Homer and Maggie going to Springfield Elementary uh, mm-hmm. for a Christmas show. Now that is the intro, the standard intro of uh you know going through springfield and introducing us to the characters homer at the power plant and bart oh, yeah, the writing down credits. yeah the opening credits that isn't there as no. you as you realized and you were very confused of but if that wasn't originally the first episode then surely they would have had it oh yeah they did but, but they, they just didn't show it no because it was the christmas special ah okay that's quite interesting so it went straight into it so obviously they're going in Homer doesn't really want to be there, but he's saying hi to a couple of parents before he sits down and takes his place in the auditorium. He says hi to a guy called Fred. Just a fun fact, that guy Fred never shows up again in in The Simpsons across the 30 years. Whether that's a hint at Fred Flintstone, because they aired during primetime, I don't know. Is that a theory? Uh, Or is that just your own opinion? That's just my own imagination getting Mm -hmm. ahead of me. Um, Yeah, so they watch, you know, the Christmas show that comes up. You've got Smart Ralph, or Smelf. I like to call Smart him for Ralph. short. Yeah, his voice wasn't the voice of Ralph that I would No, it's not be the high-pitched aware of. Like idiot. His, his voice sucks, <laughs> to be honest. Like, it, I didn't... I was like, in episode zero, I do... When you ask me who possibly would be my favourite character, I think I say Ralph. That Ralph, however, no. I have no feelings towards at all. If anyone my, hasn't seen it, it kind of sounds like um, 
Bart a wee bit. Yeah, it must be Nancy Cartwright. No, it is. It is Nancy. Oh, Cartwright. does she do Ralph as well? Mm-hmm. And ninety yeah. percent of the other characters. Ninety percent of like the children, especially the male children, she does. Yeah, the one thing I enjoyed about the opening scene mm-hmm. and most of this episode, to be honest, was Maggie's little snowsuit. She looks like a star, <laughs> yeah. and I appreciated that. That was rather funny. I always wondered throughout it because that's her suit every Christmas yes. episode. Can she? bend her arms because she move her know. limbs or she no, just because she stuck. falls over later in that episode then you've got lisa mm-hmm. doing a fire dance as one of the weird so like this is one thing i wrote down i was like zero out of ten because a child in a bikini right. made me uncomfortable yes this is you can see her crotch no you can't because it's this yellow was... yeah no this was asked mac rating uh this got asked of him because this he was made like... me uncomfortable yeah because if you, if you guys haven't seen it, basically, there's only, like, a couple of strands yeah, going over I, her crotch, see, and it's very she uncomfortable. she had that big mask on. Yeah, And then the she lifts mask. it up, and I was like, no way, because if she lifts that mask, we're going to be able to see her crotch. And she lifts it, and there's just, like, strands of hair, like, yeah. of this, like... She's actually like a wearing hay. a seat. She's wearing a, a pantsuit. It, or like a like a they full leotard. They, they could should have done a different color. color. To be fair, you can kind of see the blurriness of like there's the a weird out- <laughs> there's a weird outline to yeah. her. Um, and I was like, hmm, take a note of this because that's that's uncomfortable. So then we move on to Bart's class singing Jingle Bells. Yeah. Obviously, Bart's singing the Batman smells. Nine out of ten for the Batman reference. Oh, I appreciated that. That actually got incorrectly credited as the first time that that was. I was signed. going to ask you. I went because I remember singing that all the time. Like it's the Jingle Bells, Batman smells, Robin laid an egg. Yeah, that one. The Batmobile lost, lost a wheel. wheel. The Joker, Joker got, got away. away. Hey. hey, I was going to ask you. Is that the first time that that's been no, used? No, it got Did credited it as it, but that Mac Rating said they. I don't know where they got it from, but it's they probably didn't from school it. or something. <laughs> also, the first time Millhouse and many of the other characters obviously appeared on the show, but Millhouse looks very different. Millhouse had blue hair in the first episode, yeah, and which black. we'll get to black hair in the second episode. Yeah, but we at the, the end of the day, you got to remember that that was meant to be like the eighth episode. But Millhouse actually appeared in a uh, Butterfinger commercial in 1980, 1988. Yes, I'm aware of that. That, that was uh, the first time Millhouse technically appeared. So Homer gets slowly fed up, and then he goes back to the Simpsons home after the Christmas uh, show. And then, if you guys didn't hear episode zero, <laughs> Zoe didn't know what the cat was called. She didn't even know they had a cat. Snowball 2! Yeah, well, well that's Sno- their new cat. Yeah, Snowball 2. But we still didn't see Snowball 2 in this episode. No. No, At you don't, all. actually. <laughs> like, if you remember in episode zero, I was like, why isn't why isn't the cat in any of the photos? And the photo they take at the end, the cat is still not there. Mm. So I'm not saying, like, I was shocked that they had a cat because the cat is never mentioned. But I'm now not surprised that I didn't know they had a cat. Because yep. clearly it's not that relevant. No. So, yeah. No, no. The, the dog is very much yeah. more relevant. So Lisa Especially asks, in this episode. Yeah. So Lisa asks for a pony, not the first time she's asked for it, and certainly not the last time either. She asks quite a lot throughout the series, but mm-hmm. Lisa's an idiot. I find this entire scene a really strange family dynamic, mm-hmm. to be honest. Like, when Homer was going through the Christmas decorations to hang them up. Shiting. Just how he was speaking to Marge, he seemed a lot more man of the house yeah. than the Homer I would be aware of. Yeah. Like, and how he was complaining about her sisters coming over, which I don't blame him. They seem like trash. <laughs> like, just how he was talking to her and how Marge was, like, writing this letter. And even 
Bart and Lisa just sitting writing their Santa letters and stuff. It just yeah. didn't seem like a Simpsons thing to me. And also, like, from, like, an animation perspective, the camera moves in this scene as well were rather strange. It was quite funny. In, in what way? Like, they were really jittery. And obviously, it's difficult to do um, in traditional, like, in the traditional sense. But you look at things like the Flintstones and stuff and they had that stuff nailed down. Yeah, like, or like Tom and Jerry really well or as you said, Wacky Races. Yeah, but like watching this, knowing that all of those cartoons came before this, I thought it would have been of a higher quality. Mm. But obviously like I don't know what budget they were given oh, yeah, probably by like Fox <laughs> or Gracie Films and stuff. But yeah. it was, the backgrounds I find rather interesting and obviously that was just me looking out for things like in the background and yeah. stuff but I've took a few notes in both of the first two episodes on stuff in the background because <laughs> I find it really strange. Bart obviously wants a tattoo and Marge's sisters you know ring the house trying to find out um what time they're meant to come over at. I mm -hmm. think Marge's sisters hate Homer nearly as much as you do. Oh I would 100%. Say it's like on par. I, I think they're trash but we would get on quite well because we would just bitch about homer for days um but even at that in that episode like how he gets on he doesn't seem like a nice person but it's whenever he's just insanely stupid i get more frustrated he's quite not smart in the first episode yeah but he's, he's definitely not smart, smarter but he has more substance yeah but like it's substance that doesn't make him i can see why people love him because he's stupid and he's dopey and he's the comic relief of the family yeah Definitely when we moved on to the second episode, I saw more of the Homer who I've grown to know, like from not even watching The Simpsons. Like we all know the dough and the donuts and he's stupid and drills at like the mmm something and things like that. Yeah, they've given him less brain cells, but more substance in a way where he's better for a comedy series yeah i think that makes sense um so yes they go outside do the christmas lights which mm -hmm. are shite compared to flanders christmas this, lights so this was something that i wanted to ask you okay does flanders know he's a dick <laughs> no what do you mean so the flanders that i would have in my head is sort of like oh hi diddly ho neighbor um mm -hmm. Oh, we're friends, but doesn't realize that Homer actually hates him. Yeah. But the whole Christmas light thing felt so deliberate to me. He no. was all, oh, Homer, do you think this is enough? When he sees Homer has like this string of lights, but like one fucking light bulb is yeah. working. And I was just like, oh, he's such a dick. I'm like, no, I think, I think it I feel goes like back he knows to... he's a dick in that episode. Yeah. But then as the series goes on, I feel like he's going to get more. He doesn't realize that he's a dick to Homer because of just how he is. I think, I think Flanders being, because obviously his main personality characteristic is that he's so kind, generous, but that he's a, a devout Christian. Mm -hmm. And I think the whole love thy neighbor. Is Matt Groening an atheist? Yeah. Yeah. Sure his, can... his comic book series was uh, Living in Hell or something like that, Back to oh, Hell with like a wee... Cool. It, that was originally what The Simpsons was mm -hmm. going to be, but he decided to make it about... Yeah. A you can tell family. how he puts across Flanders that like he thinks that that's how all Christians act, <laughs> um, which I know it isn't, but um, it's, it is. It adds some humour to it. Because like, I know The Simpsons go to church and stuff as yeah. well. But um, his like Flanders' whole persona does make me chuckle. Yeah. So then we go to the Christmas mall where Marge, 
Lisa, Maggie, and Bart. Nearly forgot their names. I don't know how I did that. Because uh, I was trying <laughs> so to exclude. Much for a I was trying to exclude Homer because it's only those four. They go to the mall with money that Marge hides in her hair. That's their Christmas money. Yeah. But obviously Bart Which asked was for wild impressive. What just hiding that in your yeah. hair? Oh yeah, your neck muscles must be yeah, like yeah, that's tense. all I like, think. Yeah. That's the pearls that she wears aren't actually just or nice. They're keep, no, they're keeping them in. They're keeping <laughs> her muscles in. Otherwise, they'll just attack. If she has a jar of money there, like what else has she got? Oh, she's. No, uh, you wouldn't you like to know? If you ever mug anyone, check their hair. <laughs> then at the mall, Bart gets a tattoo with a heart and mother ribbon across it. Now I know. I have taken a note every time Zoe laughed out loud mm-hmm. at The Simpsons because it is very hard to get her to crack a smile. Yeah, we've done a laugh count. So she did a slight smile when Bart walks into the tattoo parlor and goes, One mother, please. It was just really... I just didn't expect it. <laughs> I knew, to be honest, I don't know if it was a prediction that we put in our episode zero, but I knew out of all the characters, Bart is the most likely to make me laugh. Yeah. Definitely. And just when he was looking at the tattoos and all the traditional ones, obviously, like the sailor tattoo of mother with in the heart. Yeah. And he just walks in and goes, one mother, please. It was just so like abrupt and it made me smile. Yeah, but, it didn't make you laugh. It made you smile. Well, so we... something related to this made me laugh. Yes, I, I know. Yeah. So Homer then is at the power plant and is being told uh, that he's not getting his Christmas bonus this year. Yeah. So it... I put a two out of ten for Mr. Burns's voice in this episode because I hated it. It didn't yeah, sound like Mr. Burns. It doesn't at all. No, it the, was awful. It isn't the voices... creepy, slimy man that I think he is. Then um, goes back to Bart's tattoo, which is being interrupted by Marge. Now he basically got, as he got interrupted by the tattoo, it just had moth, which in did make you laugh. I it was just I love moth. Like <laughs> it reminded me of an anchor man. He's like I love lamp. I love I was just like I love moth 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 is life so then Bart gets his tattoo lasered off with the Christmas money it's also the first time we hear I caramba Bart's famous catchphrase yeah I said that to you I was like oh first episode and his catchphrase that I would know as well as the eat my shorts Mm -hmm. so then Zoe laughed at the oh whenever Uh, Lisa and Maggie and Homer are poking his tattoo so he's got it removed and has a bandage on his arm and I think it goes on for like a minute it's just Lisa poking his tattoo and him going ow quit it ow quit it (laughs) ow quit it and it was his tone of voice made me laugh like I think the animators or the the sound guys just literally copied and pasted the same take because oh, it sure. sounds identical it's each time really funny though but I have like such a bad sense of humor that like repetitive stuff things that isn't that aren't that funny I will find funny which is why I think I will struggle with the Simpsons because I'm aware that it's like an intelligent like sense of humor which I am anything but like for goodness sake you've pretty much just slobbered about yourself there I don't, I, that's all my ammunition oh gone. yeah we like before we did this podcast we were discussing like just my thoughts on the simpsons and why i didn't like it and i listed stuff i hated about homer and realized that i think he's a reflection of all of the stuff i dislike about myself <laughs> <laughs> he's slow he's annoying <laughs> and stuff like this so i had like an epiphany but then uh we're back at moe's bar just after um basically homer tried to buy discount presents such as a dog squeaky toy for maggie mm-hmm. and then we're back at moe's bar uh where basically homer is drowning his sorrows because flanders made him feel like shit again yeah with all so his presents. i have like 
one thing that like, didn't make sense to me, there's like little things that I'm picking up on. But it's like whenever Homer comes in and realizes that all the money is gone. Yeah. Uh, because they had to obviously pay for Bart's tattoo removal. But Marge walks in with this empty jar, but then tips it up and like shakes it as if to be like, look, nothing's inside. But yeah. I'm like, Marge, it's a fucking glass jar. He's not that stu- <laughs> He can see that there's no money. Why are you making this worse? In Moe's bar, blonde Barney comes in dressed mm-hmm. as Santa. So in the first episode, the first couple of episodes, really, Barney... This is Christmas Eve, right? Uh, yeah. Because Moe approaches Homer in the bar and he's like, why are you here just drinking? It's Christmas Eve. If you look, there's no one else in that pub. There never is. That's the whole Why joke. is Mo telling him to go home? Because he's not gonna have any other customers. Mo never does. The only customers are uh Barney Homer and Barney and, and Lenny Homer's and Cara. friends. Because I was like that guy with the green hat and glasses, but I don't remember his name. He was just like, Homer, why are you here? And I'm like, he's giving you custom, don't tell him to go home. So so Zoe prefers when they make the, the characters alcoholics as long as it gives the barmen custom. <laughs> So, blonde Barney comes in. Now, Barney originally had yellow hair, same colour as his skin, very yeah, similar to Bart and Lisa and Maggie. Mm-hmm. This was later changed because basically the creators thought the only members the only members of the Simpsons family should have yellow hair. If you think about it, when you go through, the only people that have the same colour hair as, as their, skin. their skin is Bart, Lisa and Maggie. Yeah, that's and, very true. Well, I was going to say Aunt Homer, but Homer doesn't have any hair. Mm-hmm. Then uh, Homer goes and chops down his own tree because due to it being far too expensive to buy a tree. But I don't know if you noticed, they passed by slightly irregular trees, which were all like curvy and wonky and stuff. Yeah, and they were selling for like $45. I thought that they would delete, they should be $20 max. They're actually a reference to Dr. Seuss's trees. Ah. Oh. So the weird uh, trees you would see in like Whoville or Horton yeah. Hears a Who and the Grinch and mm-hmm. stuff. That's That was meant to be a reference towards that. Interesting. So then Homer gets a job as a mall Santa, Bart gets on his knee, pulls his beard off, and yeah, I know I that you smiled that... at that bit. What is it he says? Uh, little Bartner, because uh, little he's trying Bartner. to say little... Yeah, that made me smile. I just, it was whenever Homer gets angry at Bart for doing that, and he like picks him up and walks off and goes into like this weird gingerbread house that's yeah. next to the throne, he's like, cover me, to like the elf. That looks out of context. That looks so dodgy. Like a Santa just dragging a child into a gingerbread house and telling the elf to cover him. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Homer also then does his first do because he hits his head off the Christmas workshop. Did he? Yeah, did you and that, that didn't clock with me at all. Yeah. I was like, I haven't heard do yet. And I yeah. thought that that maybe came when they made him a bit stupider. It's actually in the dictionary now, I think. It's, it it is a word, yeah. D-O-H. Yeah, and then Homer goes to get his paycheck. And he finds out he only gets a shit $13. I was actually going to ask you if you remembered how much it was. Yeah, it was 13 bucks. And then Barney convinces him to go to the dog track. Barney's like buzzing, but it's $13. Oh, yeah. But to be fair, Homer only did what? Like one night's work? Yeah. He got Like he was there for no length of time. No, if anything, he had about three kids that he's seen and then just... Well, that we're aware of. That we're aware of. As an audience. Well, then Bart and Homer go to the Springfield Downs dog track. Yeah. At this point, I always wondered why their dog was called Santa's Little Helper. Yeah. So at this point, I was kind of like, uh, they're going to dog racing. Their dog is called Santa's Little Helper. I I think I know where this is going (laughs) at this point. I'm like, I, I assume we're going to see how they got their dog. 
And that and is... still no appearance of Snowball 2. No, but that is entirely correct. Uh, basically, mm-hmm. Santa's Little Helper was a dog track dog. Greyhound race. Greyhound racer. Yeah. Racy. Yeah, they go to the Greyhound racing Yep. Um, to try and, was it like basically double what... Yeah, they're Homer just made. trying to get the money so that they can actually buy Christmas presents. But you've yeah. also got to remember, by the way, this is late Christmas Eve. No shops are open, so even if he I did double his money, he wouldn't have been able to. Was on. Or he wouldn't be able to buy anything. No, mm. nowhere was open. Some places are open late on Christmas Eve. Walmart over there, probably. What? Quickie Mart. <laughs> they bet on Santa's Little Helper because they thought it was a sign because them having a bad Christmas and they'd have a good Christmas. And then we go basically find out that they lost their bet. They lost all the money. He comes last. Yeah, he comes like well last. He's so cute though. Yeah. I don't agree with Greyhound Racing like at all, but like, oh my God, he's so cute. I'm so glad that he got to go to a home and not have to do that stuff anymore. Well, Bart and Homer obviously then uh, see him get kicked out by his owner because you've lost a race for the last time. Like a very ominous threat but yeah. uh they kick him out and then homer uh, reluctantly takes him home basically homer goes home with the dog and everything's all happy and it's all lovely yeah. and everyone's happy ever after well, and it's there a was Christmas. one point where we see the family at home without homer they're all oh, yeah. wondering where he is and patty or selma says something about homer and lisa goes on like this tangent oh yeah of, fuck lisa for that are onslaught. you like did you see my face at that yeah. part i was like shut up what are you on it was just so long-winded. It wasn't funny, and I just didn't get the point of it. Basically, Patty says something about Homer slabbering about him, and Lisa goes in this massive onslaught. That, like, like, if you're if you're saying something about my dad, then in turn you're saying something about me, and he's the only like male person I have in my life to look up to, and like he and she, it goes on for like two minutes. So then, after that, basically. That's the end of the All first episode. Happy you see the happy family. They're singing. And at the photo at the end, Snowball 2 still has not made an appearance. <laughs> but Santa's little helper also, if you've noticed, doesn't make an appearance in the next episode. And he doesn't make an appearance for that several episodes after that. Ah, that didn't clock with me at all. Because, of course, it's meant to be the eighth episode. Yeah. So you obviously don't see him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's kind of like a quick wee brief overview of the episode. I know you didn't. I mean, you laughed. I think it was three times. You laughed well, and you I laughed out once. loud twice. Did I not? Um, yeah, I think I was at twice. The, at the moth thing, and then what was the other one? The Bartner. Bartner. Did I actually laugh at the Bartner? Was it not just? Oh no, a sorry, smile? you smiled. Yeah. Um, I laughed out loud at the moth thing, and then it was one other thing. This is how hard it is, by the way, to get this girl to laugh. I have wrote down. But it isn't a that laugh of a counter. funny episode. It's the first episode. Well, but it's well, not funny. Well, what did you think is the first episode? Obviously, their their voices are a bit rough, especially Homer's yeah. and Mr. Burns is quite rough. The animation quality, what did you think as an animator? Shite. Okay. <laughs> Just straight up shite. Suppose the, um, would be more of like, I prefer the traditional sense, like that actually follows like what would be set out as like the 12 animation rules. And Warner Bros, like... The Looney Tunes and Tom and Jerry and stuff follow that so solidly. Mm-hmm. But like as... And I guess like the Flintstones would have as well. But like I didn't enjoy the animation style. Well, but I, I know it gets better. Yeah. It gets and better. You slabbering about the animation style is actually quite funny. Because you're slabbering about Gwen Stefani's brother. Gwen Stefani's brother is an animator on The Simpsons. Layout artist on Here, that first That's episode. what I am. I know. I'm a layout 
layout artist. So, so Gwen Stefani's uh, brother, Eric Stefani, was one of the layout artists on Simpsons Roasting on an Open Fire. Cool. So that's um, that's his claim to fame, I think. <laughs> uh, you know, his, his sister did quite well for herself. Mm-hmm. She's a Hollaback girl and all that, but he's a Springfield boy. What did you think of the episode then overall? So the first episode, season one, Simpsons Roasting on an Open Fire. Let's give it stars. Actually, no, let's not give it stars. You're just going to give it like zero. Give it out of ten... Santa's Little Helpers. How many How many Santa's Little Helpers would you give it? See, I'm a big lover of dogs. Yeah. So if I'm giving it so many Santa's Little Helpers, yeah. it'd be straight up 10 for him being a good boy. Yeah. But if we're using those Santa's Little Helpers as stars, out of 10, I'm going to give it a 4. 4? What do you think they could have improved on? Everything. No, but remember, this is like late 80s. Humor? I know. I know it was a like Christmas episode. But I hate when comedies for the Christmas episode go all soft and like not funny because they're like, oh, it's Christmas. We all have to remember all this stuff for the important things. I'm like, I came here to make me laugh. Make me laugh. And it didn't. Have you ever seen a Hallmark Christmas movie? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) They're so bad. But they make me laugh because they're so bad. But like this, I thought it was a nice way for them to get their dog Yes, that's a nice story arc and everything, but like the characters just Yeah, I thought I went was... in with expectations that just weren't met. But I understand that in the first few series I'm not gonna get that because it's early days. Yeah. And speaking of early days, mm-hmm. <laughs> I can already know my answer to this and I'm shit myself in the fit. Did the first episode change your overall opinion no. on this okay. No. Did it change your opinion on any of the characters? No. Good or bad? No. Fair enough. So moving on to episode two of season one, Mm -hmm. Bart the Genius, with a synopsis being Bart swaps papers with class nerd Martin during an intelligence test at school. When the school psychologist compiles the test results, he believes the switch and refers Bart to the Enriched Learning Centre for Gifted Children. The new school's laid-back liberal ethos suits Bart in a brilliant way until he is asked to show evidence of his neglected genius. Mm -hmm. So, of course, this episode opens with the very, very famous credits that we Uh, all know, the clouds and the Simpsons floating in the sky. Like, I don't like the Simpsons. I don't enjoy the Simpsons and stuff. But honestly, the intro is such a classic. Like, who doesn't know the intro to the Simpsons? It took Danny Elfman two days to write that tune. That was so good. That's iconic. Yeah. Like, that's and, and it's so iconic. Amazing. But a lot of people may not know this because basically season one is not really shown on TV as much as especially <laughs> yeah. seasons four to ten. Uh-huh. But there are a lot of noticeable differences that I think you notice as well going through the yes. introduction. I turned to you and it's like when, when Bart comes from the school and he's on a skateboard yeah. and it's like when Homer throws like the radioactive thing out from his shirt out the window and yeah. like Bart like kicks it with a skateboard. There's people waiting for a bus. Yeah. I've never I, seen that in my life. I literally have a list of the differences. Is it different in each episode? No, that's season. Well, except the obviously Bart writing on the chalkboard. Mm-hmm. The first episode says, I will not waste chalk. That, that and then, was humorous. Yeah. I didn't laugh. And then, of course, humorous. it changed. After the first season, mm-hmm. it goes into the one that we like all know and love from like all of the rest of the seasons yeah. until maybe like season 20. They then redid like, it again. Even from, so they had those people waiting for the bus, but even from what I know as the Simpsons intro, that was all, like, everything I know from it. Like, they never change anything. Yeah. There was a question that I raised with you, and it was that I've always wondered when Maggie gets scanned, 
what comes up as the price. Yeah. And I was like, properly like, Ryan, like, does Marge have to pay for that? Like, <laughs> so is that on her receipt? If you pause the Simpsons at the part where Maggie gets mm-hmm. scanned, you know, I when tried they... to, but I couldn't make out what it said. Yeah. So when Maggie gets scanned in the, in the cash register, mm-hmm. Or sorry, in, at the till, the cash register comes up with like a, it almost seems like a random number. Yeah. Now, it, it has been, it was originally speculated and then it was kind of confirmed that that was the price of raising a child at in that, like, at in that like point the in 80s, time. 90s. Yeah, well, that would have been 80. Well, I suppose that would have been the end of 89 or, or sort of 1990. Well, it would have been in the 80s because they would have had to do yeah. the series before it gets yeah. put out. Yeah, so that was the cost of raising a child yeah. at that time. Uh-huh. So I think that, I just think that's a really cool wee nifty like... Yeah. Some of the differences, you know, the Simpsons logo was darker and the, 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 there's a blue sky, but it's like really dark. It's almost like nighttime and fl- few clouds. Mm-hmm. The school, the elementary school is actually white instead of orange. The background that is used when Bart is skating out of the school, yeah. very like crudely drawn. Uh, at the power plant, instead of uh, Mr. Burns and Smithers sitting behind them, you know, like rolling their eyes at Homer, it's just a random dude eating a sandwich with I tongs. thought that that was normal. No, I remember it's that normally Mr. Burns and Smithers. Ah. The walls of the supermarket are red. Uh, Lisa has a much higher pitched saxophone solo and a purple and blue saxophone instead they of it being They change her saxophone gold. each time, don't they? They change the tune of yeah. the saxophone, but they don't change what the saxophone looks like. Yeah, no, 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 that's what I mean, though, by the tune. Yeah. So when Homer throws the rod out of the car, as you were saying, it bounces near Moe's Tavern, but Bart then steals a bus sign from a group of waiting people, and the people then run and chase the bus when it passes them, and yeah, then we see Marge so and Maggie. That was so weird to me. Which... As everyone remembers, it's usually Bart going between like Apu and yeah. uh, Police Chief Wiggum and stuff like that. Know, yeah. yeah, but at that time it was just a random, <laughs> random group of people you never see again running for a bus. And then there is another sequence where Lisa rides home on her bike with a stack of books and, and yeah, her that saxophone. Was weird. It was obviously yeah, it was it replaced later on with like a, just her. No, no, no. Um, with a a quick shot across like the Springfield citizens, mm-hmm. where you see all of them, because obviously The Simpsons has hundreds of characters. Yeah. So just a quick whip across all those. Ah. Um, the garage door is red with has lines on the front and opens up in a flip up way, and the TV is brown with a dark blue screen. Is it not iconic though that TV screen? Well, is it not what it always looks like? No, the the TV is like purple with like a blue ah, yes, outline. It is. It is. It's still the brown sofa though. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but we also see the very first couch gag. Yeah, the very, very first one. This is when the family sits down on the couch. Bart is squeezed off the couch and pops into the air. But then during the shot, sound. oh no, sorry. Yeah, do you want to do you want to do that for dramatic effect again? Bart is then squeezed off the couch and oh, it didn't work. Oh my god, you just ruined. There we go. No, you've just ruined it okay. now. It's not saved. It's okay. ruined. Um, then during the shot of the television set, which you know shows the rest of the credits, he falls. Uh, yeah, Bart is seen I falling back down in cool. front of the TV, which is it was pretty cool. This was the first and remains one of the few couch gags that continues into the closing shot yeah, of the TV. Yeah, I was like, I don't ever remember that being a yeah. thing. The rest of them are just they just show the TV and then it goes into the episode. But that was one where you actually see a character like falling or something Afterwards. happening at the TV. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna ask you. That was obviously the first couch gag you've. Of, of that was ever shown mm-hmm. you know of the simpsons out of five what would you give it a four for the pop sound because it made me smile <laughs> i like the pop noise of bart just going pew. so then we open up to the family playing scrabble in the opening scene so they're all trying to do their best in scrabble but if you actually look and i think you tried to pause it because you tried to see what maggie was spelling with her yeah, uh, I, cubes. I was Did wondering. you figure it out what she was no, spelling? It was actually Albert Einstein's mass energy equivalence equation. It was E equals MC squared. Oh, shut up. It was. The what, I was distracted during that entire 
scene because the background was so wacky. Yeah. Like, I think I actually rewound it and paused it because I was like, wait, how many archways are, like, behind The Simpsons? And it turns out that there was, like, then a photo after the first archway showing multiple other archways. It was was like like, an infinitesimal amount of archways leading to oblivion. What is what is with that? You were like, it's just funny in the background. I was like, it's it's just. It's like the Winchester Manor. Yeah, it's like the Winchester (laughs) house. But and then like the photos on the walls behind them. I think I wrote in my notes. I was just like, why the hell is there a giant photo of Homer yelling behind Bart's head? But it was just like in this one, I definitely saw more of the Homer that I would be aware of. Yeah. So he was like yelling at Bart, like in in the first one, he was all kind of like, oh, hello, Bart, like my son. But in this one, he was like, you bloody brat and stuff. <laughs> and I was like, there he is. There's Homer. Hello. Well, you also see a good um, sort of idiot moment of Homer because when he's playing Scrabble, he's complaining that he can't make anything out of these crazy letters. But if you actually yeah. see, it says oxidize, mm-hmm. which is the highest score you can get using seven letters oh, really? in Scrabble. So he could have won. Yeah, pretty much he could have won, but he didn't know that that Dumbass. was a word. <laughs> um, what is it? What's the word that Bart puts down? Quidjibo. So Bart just basically wants to get out of the game and he puts down random letters and spells a quidjibo, which he calls Homer. Basically yeah. a big, dumb, balding, American American ape with no chin and Marge answers with short temper. So that's a quidjibo. Um, so they actually made a definition for a quidjibo. Well, I actually don't know if... Technically. There is... I wonder if it's in the Urban Dictionary. But then... Like, I, I, I thought that that would have made me laugh, but I've put a note down just saying I laughed harder at the ID crowds to Nettenba joke. Because <laughs> I was like, I thought quidjibo was sort of meant to make me laugh just as much. And it was like, use it in a sentence. It's like, good morning. That's a nice Tanetanba, and it just it gets me every time, but this just didn't just didn't tickle my funny bone. It didn't. It didn't at all because I didn't even see a crack of a smile. No. Um. So then we cut to Bart at the school with his mates. He's spray painting on the wall a photo of Principal Skinner saying, this "I am a wiener." Hated. What? Because whenever he's like, "All right, boys." turn over your hands and I turned to you and I went if he gets caught red-handed I might shit myself and then he did and they were like oh you got caught red-handed there Bart and I was like I'm out I, I'm leaving Bye. <laughs> that was because Martin was being a little ramble it was so He's such a wee I dick Martin. Martin's a Tory pass it on <laughs> you know what I actually wouldn't be surprised yeah he so would be yeah but yeah I hate Martin um he's such a randall like I hate that type of energy but also just the red-handed joke the Simpsons are better than that. But like this is that the 90s. was so predictable. You got to remember this was that's the same way like the whole I am your father like Star Wars did it first, but but now that's just predictable. But back then that was revolutionary. Yeah, well, it's so so it doesn't do well with time. Where no. we can say that the we Simpsons say... currently where we are on episode two has not aged well because <laughs> it is now predictable. As I said um, earlier on, Millhouse has black hair in this episode. Mm-hmm. Just very strange. I don't know why. He just yeah. has black hair He also hair in this has episode. like a white t-shirt and red trousers, but he normally has a pink t-shirt, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and um, it's it's very strange, the color differences, because Homer like wears a tie and everything, and it's just strange seeing him with a tie on. Oh, yeah. Like I thought he always wore a tie. No, not at all. At work, at least? No. Ah, okay. I think he has obviously wore ties in certain episodes, yeah. but like generally across the board, he doesn't wear a tie to work. Oh, I could have sworn he did. So then Martin tries to explain his actions to Bart in the classroom. Him. You know, he is. He, he hit Martin. Bart replies to Martin saying, eat my shorts. The very, very famous line we mm-hmm. all know today. Now that was 
thought to be created by Bart Simpson, but in actual fact, it was originally said, well, they think it was originally said in The Breakfast Club. I love that film. Yeah. And uh, it was said by, um, what do you call the guy, is it? Like, you know, the... The, the, the rebel. Yeah, the rebel. Yeah. The guy that, that puts his fist in the yeah. air at the end of the movie. Oh, it's so good. He says, eat my shorts. And that was a, like a euphemism for eat my shit. Yeah. And that's where like it came from. But a lot of people also think an earlier reference is the 1984 song called Eat My Shorts by a comedian called uh, called Rick, Rick Dees. So Rick Dees nuts. The... Um, <laughs> the thought that Bart I originally created. I hate the created... bad joke that you just said made me laugh more than what both of these episodes did. <laughs> so people thought that Bart created the Eat My Shorts, but it was actually a, a song. A, it, was a, it was a song and then it got more famous from The Breakfast, the Breakfast Club and then obviously The Simpsons basically coined it. That's almost. class though that it's like the third time it's used, but it's That's, known yeah. iconically as the Bart Simpson line. Yeah. Yeah, it's even carried over to Futurama and other Mac really? works. Yeah. Cool. Bender. Is it in Disenchantment? Which is shit, by the way. It's Disenchantment's worse. It's fucking great. It's we're watching. Well, Simpsons. you've seen Disenchantment, but we're watching it's it after. worse than The Simpsons. Guys. You're awful. It's worse. Bart then has to take an aptitude test where he knows basically sweet fuck all. And I know, mm-hmm. I know watching you that that triggered your Maz anxiety whenever he was trying to. Did you see me write down Maz anxiety in my notes? No. <laughs> Did you did you see me write no, down? No, but Mazzanzani? I can tell by your face. Zoe has a, a I was gonna say love hate. Zoe a has a hate fear. hate relationship with Maz. She does not Maz. have a good relationship I with Maz. I did foundation Maz in GCSE and nearly failed. That but your as teacher well. was not a nice person. No, she was horrible. So, um, but, but I know that that test triggered your Maz anxiety. I, I can see it in I'm your face. You were joking. sweating. Look, I'm showing you my notes. It literally says Maz anxiety. Yeah, it does. Because it, I literally, like, whilst watching the episodes, just wrote down what I felt in that moment. <laughs> it just says Maz anxiety. I, I hated it. I, like, that's literally... That scene is a visual representation of how Maz makes me feel. Yeah. So maybe that's just something else that I can empathize with, with Bart. Bart and I would be all right mates. Yes, I would say he's like currently my favorite character. Well, while Bart has a friggin' traumatic incident and nearly a panic attack with his um, Maz anxiety, yeah. Martin finishes quickly and then asks to go outside and oh, read under a tree. I what hate him. asshole goes, I hate him. can I go outside and read under a tree? Like, I love reading. You know she I love reading. You shouldn't let him go outside. They weren't finished the test. Yeah, but he was. I don't care. It's Martin. <laughs> the, th- the thing about Martin is, he is just a little twat in mm-hmm. the first couple of episodes. I know. Like, he's like just he a is, it's just an Not asshole. even the first couple of episodes. Well, then Martin and you Bart. You mean Boris Johnson looking shite? <laughs> so then Martin and Bart quickly pull faces at each other through the window because they're like oh nemeses. Oh my god. You pissed yourself at that. You laughed, not no, even laughed out loud, you it pissed was, yourself. It, right, so it wasn't just them pulling faces at each other. It was whenever, it, it's, the camera stays on Martin for like a good, what, like seven seconds and then cuts back to Bart and whatever way his face is, he's like pulling his teeth, his jaw is really big and he's like pulling his top lip into like his bottom teeth. I cackled. It was so fun. I, I just have didn't... a quote from you saying, I thoroughly enjoyed that. <laughs> Which, if I'm anything, is the most dick. Tory reply oh, to that. Shut up. Oh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I did. So, oh, um, I hate myself. While uh, the teacher, Edna, is distracted, Bart switches out the tests between him and Martin. 
Homer and Marge are then called to the principal's office, mm-hmm. uh, Principal Skinner's office, which again, he sounds quite strange. Obviously, they haven't uh, I didn't pay attention. Voice. I was more, he looks, he looks like Principal Skinner. Yeah. Like, the color isn't like right on is his it clothes. Not? It's like really deep purple yeah. is, his, is his suit. But um, basically, they're called to the office uh, because Bart was vandalizing the school earlier. But Dr. Pryor, who's the district psychiatrist, who you don't really see Can, in any of the other episodes. Like, hang on, like rewind for a second. Yeah. I was surprised at whenever the Simpsons came in to talk to Principal Skinner and he had an entire drawer dedicated to Bart. Yeah. <laughs> and it was all like because of the spray paint and stuff. And I was like, I'm sorry, but if you have that much of a record on a child or a pupil, a student, and it takes that for you to bring in their parents, they're clearly not that bad. No, no, the... the... Simpsons have been brought out, brought in before. Sure, you hear Skinner saying things like, as nice you know, to see you again. or nice to see you again, as you know. Like, they've yeah. been in many times before. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't pick up on that. Yeah. Sorry. That's why you should listen. I know. I, just, I, I find myself zoning out quite a lot <laughs> during these episodes. But um, I find it kind of funny when he was like, look at this fraud that Bart commits whenever he brings in these sick notes. But it's just as Homer's writing the check <laughs> for the damage repairs. And it, the handwriting looks like that of like a, t- a two year old. Yeah, and I it's, think it's, it's hilarious. Really funny. Yeah, see, really funny. You just I did. Described... I did ah, laugh. You, ah. Did I laugh? Let's no, but let's rewind back. You just described that scene in The Simpsons. Ergo, it's The Simpsons humorous. as a whole. That's pretty funny. I said it's humorous. Oh, I'm saying now, it's humorous, but it didn't actively make me laugh. There's okay. a lot of comedians out there who are funny. They don't personally make me laugh. Hmm. I see what you mean, yeah. Okay. Like, like you know that they're doing comedy, yeah. but you don't know. But it's not just. Yeah, it's it just not. It's not making me. you laugh. Yet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Because there's a lot of. If it if it isn't in the laugh counter, it doesn't count. Yeah, because sure, Amy Schumer is also described by many people as a comedian. No. I think calling her a comedian is comedy, but um, <laughs> you know, besides that point, uh, Doctor Pryor, the district psychiatrist, gives the news that Bart's actually a genius and that's the excuses yeah. for his behaviour. His genius has been neglected. Mm-hmm. So he gets moved to a gifted school, the Enriched Learning Centre for Gifted Children. But Bart immediately feels out of his depth. Oh, bless him. I know, he wants to read a comic book. Yeah. It gets thrown out due Same, to being like... a prop in a film about illiteracy. Yeah. And I love reading comics and that just got me down. <laughs> you were like, I feel personally attacked. I did. I felt I felt personally victimised yeah. by that teacher. It was also as soon as the like psychiatrist guy came in and started talking, I turned to you and I went, so that's Nancy Cartwright because it sounds like an older Bart. <laughs> <laughs> it's just an older Bart Simpson. But every other kid in this school is so bloody. Like they make Albert Einstein... And Stephen Hawking look like they're using crayons in in class. Like, yeah. it, like they speak in backwards liked, phonetics and palindromes and shit. I hated that so much. I like nearly passed out from how much I was rolling my eyes <laughs> at like that entire school. It was just the fact that. Rabbi is Bart. Rabbi has also, memo. <laughs> I hated it so much. I also just didn't like the fact that that's almost making it out as if you go and meet someone who's like that level of intelligence, like Stephen Hawking or something, that they're just gonna be a horrible person yeah and they're not like but it was just like oh i hate all of these children yeah and that's the really weird thing because the, the creators of the show one of them david x cohen i think he has like four phds like these are really smart really? people what are his phds in i'm um, like physics and maths and stuff like wow. these guys are geniuses like yeah. literal iq geniuses so that's why the simpsons is known for like having like yeah, intelligent humor it makes no sense that they would then make the smart people really evil <laughs> 
Except but for like, Professor Frank. I, no, but I think they're playing off stereotypes there. People think that people with high IQs and intelligence are pretentious. Yeah. And well, that isn't the case. But yeah. it's the same how the Simpsons themselves are playing off stereotypes. Yeah, like the, the entire... The brat at school, yeah. Homer's, like what people would think a typical American nine-to-five worker is like. Yeah. Um, Willie is and... meant to be like a, a Scottish. A yeah. is meant to be a hard-working Indian. Yeah. You know, you have all these different characteristics mm-hmm. that come into, into they play. They play off stereotypes a lot in yeah. The Simpsons, but obviously today like a lot of that's changing because yeah. like we know that a lot of beloved characters have been cut from The Simpsons yeah. because of like, you know, people like just wanting it to be more politically correct yes. and things. But the whole premise of that show in my personal opinion is playing off stereotypes yeah and the funny thing is about that as well about stereotypes and just about like applying it to your life is the simpsons the main five of them are actually based off mac Groening's family really is his, he is he in it he's is he bart, bart? He's, he's bart, bart. and oh. his his i think his dad is actually called homer but his mom's called margaret i have and never has apparently crazy hair heard of anyone called homer so then we cut back to the genius ass evil kids where basically they bullied Bart to give away his entire like lunch. That. I know, but they were trying to make him out to be an idiot. That and sandwich to show... that Bart had in his lunch looked fantastic. Oh, the subway sandwich. And like, literally, if that's what Marge is giving them for lunch times, <laughs> 10 out of 10, mother. It's mwah. Yeah, it looks chef's fantastic. Kiss. Mm-hmm. So then when we cut back to the Simpsons house, Marge wants to celebrate Bart's genius by yeah. going to the opera because apparently only... <laughs> Well, Smart people go to the opera. What was the cereal that Bart was eating in this episode? Crusty, crusty chocolate flakes. Why would you ever trust a cereal with the word crusty in its crusty name? Crusty decline. Like crusty <laughs> flakes. Listen to that name, crusty flakes. <laughs> hey Ryan, I'm just making us some breakfast. Do you want like a wee bowl of crusty flakes? So at the opera, the conductor of the opera that the family attends to is called Boris Kuspowski. I'm, I am Boris Kuspowski. Yeah, I am completely butchering that name, by the way. So I'm apologies to right anyone either. that um, that knows how to pronounce that correctly. Mm-hmm. But this is actually a reference to the animator Gabor Cuspo. Mm-hmm. I think I'm again. I'm probably butchering yeah. that, but it is a reference mm-hmm. to the animator on that episode. Yeah. So if, obviously, the family aren't geniuses, except maybe Lisa. They're at the opera. They find it really stupid. They mock it and outwardly like they're really loud, mm-hmm. causing Martin's family who. Are, clearly in the audience of course they're there funny because they only showed it for like half a second yeah they never brought up the fact that martin's family were there they just showed us them in the crowd that was like yeah of course they were there yeah of course yeah but um obviously they were questioning you know who are those people and they were making fart noises and everything um when we go back to the classroom quickly just to basically show bart is still struggling he tries to see his friends again at springfield elementary yes but his friends don't want to be is horrible to yeah him. they don't want to be part of him they, they think that bart's too smart for him now they think he's a point dexter doesn't yeah. want to doesn't want to hang about with them I so he doesn't like want that. anything to do with them that wasn't nice if they knew him well enough they would know he isn't like that well, they know he's not smart yeah <laughs> so then homer and bart play catch outside try to uh relax bart a wee bit because it seems like mm-hmm. something's playing in his mind it was really nice like family moment because them two never really get a nice moment together yeah and in the second episode they showed it and there's like none for the rest of the 30 years yeah so it was kind of a nice wee family moment so then bart goes back to the new school and causes an explosion which makes him to go green like a mini hulk mm-hmm. a milk <laughs> uh bart goes then to the dr Pryor, the school or district 
psychiatrist yeah. and convinces him to allow him to go back to his own school because he's going to um, review... Uh, he's doing like an experiment yeah, it's or like, something, it, isn't it? Well, the psychiatrist referred to it as like Jade Goodman with the chimps. I didn't get that. So Jade, Jane, Jane Goodman was a um, a very, very famous like biologist and yes. who studied chimpanzees and their behavior with it and yeah. actual fact funny enough she is in, in the simpsons episode oh, really? but like way down the line okay and cool. um basically he was trying to say oh yeah it'll be like me studying the, the stupider kids Stupid but kids. bart was what? just That's trying to get so back. unethical well the fact that the psychiatrist went ahead with it yeah he must have seen milgram's experiment or something uh-huh. for anyone that doesn't know go look it up no i'm not don't. explaining that how yeah uh but then bart confesses because he can't make a good reason up he confesses that he switched out his tests but this he spelled confession wrong yeah yeah his confession but this is the one thing that gets me about the entire episode and i know this is strange because this is meant to be you saying and critiquing it yeah why didn't martin then get sent to the genius school if he was the one that got that really high score in the test i mean actually originally in the episode martin was meant to go to an intellectually disabled school oh because Because bart's score was so bad doesn't go to the unintelligent skill well if you remember bart just quickly filled it out randomly so that yeah. wasn't bart's real answer well did you know that if someone randomly fills out yeah they're mul- likely to get like 50 they would at least get highly likely at least get 50 percent correct yeah, so which it, is a pass so even if he did do it randomly it shouldn't have been that bad of a result yeah that exactly he got. but uh the thing that confuses me is after that episode where bart confesses that he cheated and I know he doesn't say in his confession that he switched out Martin in his paper, but obviously they're going to ask how he cheated. Oh, wait. No, they might not. They're just like, all right, okay, he cheated. But why wasn't Martin then sent to the genius school? That makes no sense to me. Well, if maybe that is what how they saved that was just by saying, well, if he doesn't say that he swapped out his and Martin's things for all they know, he had their answers on his hand. No. Oh. But was it a pop quiz? It was some random, just it's really, really random quiz uh quiz i don't know if it was multiple choice well we see bart like filling in little things yeah but i think that's just because the animators didn't want to oh i thought it was (laughs) just a multiple choice quiz well it looked i took from it that it was a multiple choice quiz yeah so technically even if he did like i said before filled out randomly it wouldn't be that much of a low score yeah true um it's really weird that listening to you defending the simpsons plots no i'm not (laughs) defending it i am you like i never even like picked up on that and you've now like made me realize that it's like yeah nothing actually happened to martin or bart as a result of this episode yeah it's like they didn't learn anything yeah so homer is then trying to scrub the green off bart in the backyard yeah. and in obviously bucket. in a bucket and obviously it's not, it's like not they coming have a bath out or anything but he's green you don't want to get the bath all stained oh, green okay fair but Bart then uh, admits that he cheated on his aptitude test, but that they love, they have a really good loving relationship and he hopes his dad will forgive him. Obviously Homer flips out, shouts why you little, him. and tries to strangle him, he chases see, him through the house. So we still haven't seen Homer strangle Bart. We heard it at the end of episode one. Yeah, but yeah, but we haven't seen see it yet. Um, and then when Bart goes up into his room and hides and basically is reading a comic and locks the door... The episode ends with Homer trying to knock down Bart's door, which is a reference to the Flintstones, where Fred is banging on the door outside, you know, yeah. with Wilma letting him in, at, you know, yeah. that famous scene. That yeah. was a reference uh, for that. Wilma! And then yeah. he's like... <laughs> <laughs> so that episode, which was Bart the Genius, it ends there, but it, or more specifically, the animation quality of that episode was the reason why the show was allowed to air another episode. Mm-hmm. 
it was the reason why The Simpsons was allowed to go to a third, fourth, fifth episode. Cool. And then, of course, third, fourth, fifth season. Yeah. It was better, I think, than the first one. But I find that now interesting because the first episode was actually... I, I don't know if they made them chronologically, obviously. Well, here's actually the thing, now that you say that. The first... The, the episode that was meant to be the first, Some Enchanted Evening, which is the finale of, mm-hmm. of episode... Um, or uh, the finale of season one, sorry. Yeah. It has really bad animation quality. Oh, like I it's worse wait. than what is shown I now. And I remember watching it when I was younger going, how are they getting worse? Yeah. But it's because that was meant to be the first. That was done first. Oh. Um, and the show would have been cancelled if that was shown first. Zoe, yeah. what did you think of episode two, uh, Bart the Genius? I suppose, uh, this time, how many quidgibos out of ten would you give it? One. One quidgibo? I hated this episode. Oh. I didn't find it funny. I didn't like it. I find it very boring. There wasn't a good pace to this episode. I don't like it. Are you trying to hold your smiles as you go through? Or are you genuinely not smiling? I'm genuinely not smiling. You know how easy it is to make me laugh. Like I said before, my humour I know you even think I'm funny. What? I know you even think I'm funny. Exactly. Like you're just not. But I still laugh. (laughs) Like any of my friends will tell you, I'm very easy to make laugh. And I just didn't laugh in this episode apart from whenever Bart pulled that face yeah and that was random that was stupid that's something that makes me laugh (laughs) I just didn't like the rest of the episode I found myself getting more frustrated for Bart yeah and but I still didn't empathize really I don't know I still didn't or sympathize should I say I still didn't really feel sorry for him was there any parts of the first two episodes that ever made you change your mind that oh this could be good or there might be something that'll crop up that i would like about it no really literally just a case of i'm watching the simpsons (laughs) i don't feel anything towards it and i'm interested to see if i get to the stage where i'm like oh my god like where i approach you and say ryan can we watch the simpsons tonight (laughs) like i'm interested to see if i get to that stage because from if someone sat me down and watched the first two episodes yeah and was like, do you want to watch the rest of this series? I'd say no, because there's nothing about these two episodes that incites me to want to watch the rest of it. So you wouldn't actively continue no. to engage with The Simpsons? If we, weren't doing, this podcast, if we weren't doing this podcast, I don't think I would actively engage with the rest of The Simpsons, which is what I find fascinating because of the fact it got greenlit yeah by fox and gracie films Mm -hmm. it's like the first season won awards but if you think back then what else was there true we're so spoiled for choice these days that it's a lot more critical like disney bangs out a movie like every single but then again disney's just doing sequels and remakes and everything now like still makes millions and millions yeah but obviously like the simpsons has a cult following now and has a huge fan base like for flip's sake you can go to the place in universal and we did do that and i loved it and it was fantastic but nothing about all of that stuff made me want to watch the simpsons (laughs) which but like if you think about it as well like there's the stories of like harry potter was rejected by 13 publishers before jk rowling could get it published yeah i would be like there's such potential here but i just don't see it happening in the first two episodes like there's just nothing there for me so what are your thoughts going in then to the rest of season one i don't have many high expectations 
of, of any of the seasons or just season one? Just season one. So it's kind of a case of it'll be a drag to get through the rest of season yeah. one and then it'll start picking up. Yeah. I, I'm, uh, yeah. I, it feels like season one is a hurdle I will have to get over before I get into this show. To more. be fair, I do see where you're coming from. As a Simpsons fan, mm-hmm. Simpsons season one wouldn't be my first choice to sit down and watch. Yeah. Like it, 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 if we weren't doing this chronologically yeah. and you said to me, right, we're going to sit down and watch this episode. What is the first episode you will put me down to watch? Probably Who Shot Mr. Burns okay. part one because it's two parts and it would make you then want to watch part two. Okay. Which would then trigger okay. other what's, episodes. What season know? is that? That's the end of season six going into season seven. Okay. Well, so they're then, my favorite two so seasons. So we have Who Shot Mr. Burns. Or Are 22 going... Short Stories of Springfield. Is that the one with steam tams? That is the one with steam tams. Because that scene, right, I thought that was in an episode. Well, I didn't realise. No, no, no. I thought it was like in a normal episode. Oh, right. Because I think whenever we were first talking about this podcast and stuff, I've, I'm sure like a lot of people have seen the steam tams scene on YouTube. It's every, is it every 20 seconds? It's a different animator in a different animation style. Has uh, done it? Yeah. On, have you on, ever seen this? Yeah, yeah, I have, yeah. And it's hilarious. But, like, the scene itself, obviously with, like, the visual interesting, like, different versions that people have animated it in, it makes it really interesting. But I think that entire random story is one of the funniest things oh, I've is. ever seen. It is. The Aurora Borealis uh, steam towns. Like, if you take it as a small segment, it's probably one of the funniest is it's that, just so random if that is simpsons peak humor i can tell you i will enjoy this series well I during so. its peak humor yeah. times because so. that's that steamed hams uh sequence yeah is one of the funniest things i've ever seen but yet it still didn't spur me on to become a simpsons fan or watch the simpsons actively i think going through this this is my prediction See from the things that you laughed at in the first couple of episodes. The random stuff. The random stuff. Yeah. They were the things that will that crop up a lot more okay. throughout the If the that episodes. continues to crop up, I will laugh a lot more. This laugh counter will get higher each But the time. difference isn't the laugh counter. The difference is your opinion on the show. Because okay. I know what you're like mm-hmm. and you're really stubborn. Mm-hmm. You're really, really stubborn. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you laughing is going to be indicative of you actually enjoying the show. We'll see. Like only time we will, will tell with that kind of stuff. We will see. Well, guys, I think that this first episode was not successful at all because <laughs> I unfortunately was not able to change Zoe's opinion. Would have been a very short podcast if if I did. But so are you just going to stop the podcast if I become a fan? Going into this, I kind of have different uh, theories and expectations of what will happen. But if you do end up liking The Simpsons, mm-hmm. if you do end up like it is a thing you actively do, I would like to go back and review the episodes that we looked at and why... And see if I enjoy them now as a fan more. Yeah, because the the thing of it, there is a psychological effect where basically if you're exposed to something over and over and over again and you have a negative opinion of it, your opinion will only get more negative. Is that the confirmation bias? No, no, no. It's not the confirmation bias, but I'll I'll actually, you do show that as well. Okay. But I'll get to that in a wee second. Basically, the therapist coming out. (laughs) Basically, um... If you're exposed to something and you already have a negative opinion, mm-hmm. it will only get worse. 
unless something act, like massively changes. <laughs> if you have a neutral or a positive opinion on something, it will only get more positive, unless again, something massively okay. changes. The confirmation bias, on the other hand, is things like where you would agree and you would only pay attention to things that actually Inf- stand like up. Like reinforce Yeah, reinforce my your point. Yeah, okay. so when Homer's being so an idiot... episode two. Yeah. It was shite. Yeah, so you're then going, right, The Simpsons is shite. Whereas mm-hmm. there was bits in the first episode you laughed at, but you're still going, Simpsons is shite. Because mm-hmm. that's evidence against what you think, therefore you're ignoring it. Yeah. So I'm my not job, ignoring it. I wouldn't say I'm ignoring it. Yeah, well, I would. I, it's my job to try to change that bias. <laughs> okay. Well, I can tell you, if anything is going to change it, it will be Steamed Hams, because that's hilarious. But okay. then we'll see where we go from there. Well, we've got a, quite a bit to go until, yeah. until Steamed Hams. So... Thank you guys for listening. Yes. Really, really appreciate it. If you guys want to give us a follow on Twitter at ImpossiblePod or give us a follow on Instagram at The Impossible Podcast, we'd really, really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, you can find us on like pretty much anywhere you can get your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Yeah, I think that's a wrap for yeah. our episode one yeah. of season one of our podcast <laughs> and the first two episodes of The Simpsons. Yeah, I think uh, very, very good. And hopefully... We'll be able to maintain this as a weekly thing, guys, and we want to keep this up. Yeah. Stay tuned for the next two episodes. We'll be reviewing and discussing, which are episodes three and four of season one of The Simpsons, which is Homer's Odyssey and There's No Disgrace Like Home. Which one do you think I'm going to enjoy more out of these two? You know what? Based on what's happened so far, Mm -hmm. I have absolutely no predictions. I would (laughs) say maybe Homer's Odyssey. I think it's a good standard episode based on, on Homer's story, but we shall see. We will. Thanks, guys, for listening. Stay tuned next week. Bye. See you guys. Bye.